strapped in the trenches Making moves going all out Every day handle business You know that the hustle don't stop Got my team, let's get it Reviewing books and talk stocks Steady keep it moving So you gon' wanna tune in Get Lowdown, it's an app Get local food on demand Delivery right to your home Everything in the palm of your hand Took hard work and dedication Come through, join the conversation This is history up in the making We just wanna be an inspiration Hey, let's go Welcome to another episode of Bootstrapped in the Trenches. We've got the whole crew today here. Parker Penlington coming on shortly with a game show. We've got Lacey from Taste Off coming on, uh, a nice Utah business in the food industry that'll be exciting to hear about. But first, guys, I think we have to go over BitClout. I think that's the news. The site relaunched today uh, when... For those of our viewers that haven't heard of it, this is basically what's being basically promoted as a decentralized Twitter and somewhat of a human stock market. You're able to only with Bitcoin buy BitClout and then with BitClout, you can purchase creator coins. I actually created my own coin. I have Mikey Rolls coin, which is out on BitCloud. It's trading at $192. So I, of course, bought into myself. For a total of fifteen hundred bucks now, I'm easing in. Yeah, but your hair looks like you've been mining for BitCloud all day. I have. <laughs> so I'm hoping it goes up in value as my hair keeps growing. But it's fascinating for those of you that don't know. Go check out BitCloud. Even if you're not buying any, it's cool. This whole mentality of a decentralized social network, and you've got some behemoths on there already. So, like, what? What? Why don't you go over exactly what it is? Because I, I don't really think anybody's heard of it. Well, BitCloud is the first decentralized social network. So I think there was a bunch of uproar. Everyone saw when Trump got deplatformed from Twitter, whether they loved him or hated him, there was a lot of, wait, did that really just happen? Outcry. And naturally something was going to brew from that. And now there is BitClout, which came about last week. They actually just relaunched the site, but it is a way, a, basically a mechanism in my mind to have way more of a one-on-one -on -one possible intimate relationship with an influencer, where if you think about the notion of buying a coin of somebody, not only an influencer, we'll get to that in a minute. This is built the foundation. They took 15,000 verified Twitter accounts put them on this platform and you can actually buy into their coin without, that, without them knowing. So without them a, knowing. a yeah, lot of these people aren't even verified yet. You could probably figure out who's behind this by going on there now and seeing which accounts are already verified from influencers. Like you'll see Naval, Chamath, they're already like glued in and have been on there for a while. Then you have Elon Musk, Mark Cuban. They've never been on there. So it's interesting because you could, I think this is Naval, the AngelList founder's pet project. When you, it's interesting because he went radio silent on podcasting for a while. And I was actually thinking about that a few weeks ago. I'm like, what happened to this dude? Well, there's a good chance this is what's been happening. So when you really break down the future of cooperation, it's really cool. Obviously there's drawbacks. We've all talked offline. The notion of being able to short humans and wanting to root for their demise is problematic. Of course, there will be regulation at some point, but on the bright side, you can invest in the future of your friends, your family, without needing to necessarily invest in their business. You could invest in their coin, which will coincide with going up in value as they succeed in life, you would think. And you would think is the key words there. I'm glad you just said that. This is obviously super speculative. And I've expressed my thoughts to you guys off of line a little bit. But just to throw them out on here, I think there's a couple of different layers to this. One, you're right. It's almost more like a way to have a more unique one-on-one -on -one, or not one-on-one, -on -one, but it's an intimate setting with an influencer or somebody you look up to. The problem becomes, in my opinion, once you have somebody who's on like a certain level of, let's use the word clout, because it's called BitClout. And again, they did an open API with the blue check system with Twitter. So essentially, from my understanding, when I was listening to the Clubhouse chat about it, anybody who has a blue check is on there. It might not be anybody, but that's the way I understand it. So anyway, you have 15,000 people with a blue check that are on there. 
and they don't know about it. You take like the top of the top success stories, like for example, an Obama, and you go through and you read that seven page document where it talks about what BitCloud is and it talks about like the ways it's gonna really evolve. And what I gathered from it is the only way this really is a concept is if you're getting something specific from the person you have coined from. So maybe that's, you know, a, a unique chat that's limited to only the people who hold your coin or maybe merchandise, but whatever it may be, when you read about it, it's all things that require the user to give the coin holder money. So like if Obama had a coin, it would almost be publicly so beyond frowned upon if he's using BitCloud to be able to essentially like have an exclusive relationship with X amount of people who could afford his coin, leaving out people who can't. I mean, it's not like you have to buy the full coin. It doesn't matter. It's still, you're basically turning really, really successful people, giving them the platform to even make more money off of the common folk, off of literally nothing. Or, I mean, or investing in the common folk. And, and, but then this is the other problem. And this is where like, when you listen to people talk about it on Clubhouse, people compare it to stocks. And the problem is it's nothing like stocks because when you invest in stocks, even if you're investing in like a really speculative stock that doesn't pay a dividend and has no revenues or anything like that, you're investing in an actual company that you get partial ownership in. And what that means is you're investing for the chance to be able to then either get a dividend or possibly get paid because the company gets acquired. Bottom line, I this don't is the see any difference here. This is the comparison. Here's the difference. And this is the comparison I keep saying. First off, if you buy Elon Musk's coin and Elon Musk is worth $20 billion or $80 billion, and I, I'll stop ranting here in a minute because I want to hear what Corey has to say, but if you buy Elon Musk's coin, it's not actually tied to anything. You're right. In theory, the whole, like, it, it's nice to think that everybody's going to look at it that way. But the difference is when you look at Tesla, if Tesla were to fall to a certain value, they would actually be bought by another company. And as a shareholder, you could have confidence knowing it's not going to fall to zero because at some point the value is going to be at a level where there's actually something there and you're, you own something. You own a share of that company, which has a legit price on it and a legit value. You can't say that about these coins. So it's a, like actually thing. I disagree completely. But it's just a fact. You could disagree. It's not a fact. It's an opinion. It's a belief system. If enough people believe in the future of someone – they're going to go up in value. It's that simple. Yeah, but if there's, well, yeah, no I mean, that's that's even like Dogecoin. It's is it a good crypto? Probably not, but it has a community behind it that believes in it. So that that's where, like, I I don't know. I'd rather you know invest in the, the companies behind the people. If I like Elon, I'd rather invest in Tesla personally. Do I think this could potentially work? I do because the world is crazy. But I probably won't be putting any money into it personally. But I think it's a very unique idea. To me, I mean, you're right. There's, about, exactly there's no that. doubt that the few the decentralized social networks here to stay, whether people like it or not. What just launched? This is just the beginning. I can guarantee you that much. But a decentralized so, social network where essentially no one's in control of who's able to be on there. Yeah, where you not. can't take someone off something. That, that's or, that's a that's that, that's completely different. Yeah, than that's what, what this is. is. That's what this is built on. That foundation, Dan. Well, so well, that's, that's exactly what this is. It's a decentralized social network. Plus, it's a way that you could buy somebody's coin. Well, yeah, it's a way to and, and, go, and to go back to Corey's point. Here. This is a, this is the they're trying to speed up the whole world progress here. Is what this is. Next level thinkers being like, okay, let's figure this out. They've taken a crack at that. That's how I look at this personally. Does it give I, people I too it, much like, power? Possibly, That's Corey. We'll see. That's but do they not already about. have that power? Is what I ask you. Are they at the the people that are already? in the position some of them do them. yeah some of them do but it's because their companies are so successful but then you have some influencers that might just be getting more and more power that maybe shouldn't have power i don't know or not that as much power i should say not that they're not entitled to have that power but i feel like i mean these prices are kind of crazy like so how does your coin go up that much like how is your coin valued at 192 dollars what is that based off well of? i think part of it is i and obviously invested right off the bat in myself 
So naturally, it went from no money in Mikey Rolls to $1,500. But so, even if Mikey Rolls became a successful billionaire and all of a sudden was a top 20 famous person in the world, even then, okay, maybe he has a few companies that become public and it'd be great to have some shares in those companies. But the coin? What, what's the coin? Yeah, it's more, what the yeah. coin is, it's a way for people to be able to be vested in somebody without needing to actually invest in them in their companies but you're so, not getting anything in return except you are though the, it's human capital you're and you don't know what you're getting in return you might be getting hit up by them directly and it leads to a so business it, opportunity who knows you it can kind of it kind of seems like these nfts in a way What's it up? seems like these nfts where it seems like these nfts where you're selling these crazy like someone sold a 69 million dollar painting and they they still haven't gotten paid yet. Like the transaction's there, but will the money come through? I don't know. Like I, I agree with Dan. Like where is the? I get there's value in buying someone's coin if they their popularity increases, but where is the money behind it? I think we'll where see way more value as this evolves. The decentralized social network aspect. I think when you guys start seeing what that comes with, you'll this will make way more sense for how this is. Like it makes work. sense, but if you get say Lodell blows up and gets bought and that's where you make your money from and you know your your popularity increases as a business owner i just don't understand how other people get paid off of it as well i think i'm struggling to, well, to get they, it, that concept the way people get paid is because my value naturally goes up in, as a, for society i have more money in the bank right yeah, but mike there's such a ceiling yeah, but they're on not that. no there's one's getting no, there's no ceiling on the fact though that someone can buy into me on my way up okay but hear me out hear me value out. in that it's like anything yeah but you're right it's like I, anything I get that though, when you think about what makes something big and like don't well, people like, believing in it well and no literally, that's what it yeah. that makes someone big. all right you're right but what makes something really big is when institutional investors get behind it and in order for that to you happen they're already behind who do you think started this dan no, I don't mean that. I don't mean having like big time money behind a business concept. I mean like having the legit money managers right. in the world decide this is something that money should go into. Yeah, which they'll be doing individually. That's the thing. <laughs> like, but, but the point is, it's like this has no, if you're not actually getting anything off of the success of people, you, you can't are, tell. When you say you're not getting, it's world progress. It's a good thing cooperating, helping people succeed your friends where it's like, Oh, I'm going to invest in this dude. I believe in him. And uh, yeah, enough like that, that. Like that. the pay it for I love that. I just don't get where the actual money comes from for people to get like dividends and actually make Boy, money. I, don't off. Think it's about the money. I think this is more about a new system of world order of being able to work with people seamlessly. I think the but money why I put, oh, I, I get that. I built like, then why invest? Four thousand dollars in a Kim Kardashian or a hundred. Well, no, and my retort to that is you don't have to. You could just own BitCloud and not invest in anybody, and just believe what in decentralized platforms is the future. Yeah, I mean, I, the I, the whole decentralized social media platform. Like, if you're basically going to look at this as like the new Twitter without rules, basically, and I guess decentralized. I mean, explain well, you'll, to me. you'll start seeing with crypto, like as it takes on more of a commonplace usage, you'll start See, understanding way more why decentralized networks are here to stay. I, explain. Explain. I, to I like it. I know decentralized networks are here to stay, but explain to me as if I was a kindergartner, what that means. Everyone what that means is the, the past two decades, the way businesses have been built with technology, with the with web and mobile, when you look at desktop, you look at mobile, the next evolution is the blockchain. So naturally, the way this was built, this is the first platform that was built that will allow people to build on it. So we could do a startup off of this. That that's where um, that's what Navel was talking about on his podcast of the scaling of the scaling of Ethereum off of developers being able to make sense of existing platforms and running rampant with it. That's why this is so dope. See, so, I think this concept it, it could be really interesting in the other venture that you know we might or might not get I into. Agree with you, where hundred percent because if you can invest in in top players and yes. you know they're really successful on their leaderboards, Corey, that's where I see it's yeah. like. 
Yeah. But that's where there's actually money can come in. There's actually – you could invest in someone. Corey, did you see what you just highlighted? That's a prime example of why this was just built. For what you just broke down, someone can start a business and utilize this foundation to then reward their users. That's the beauty. So, yeah. So decentralized. I think I like this concept in other businesses. Well, right. that's why it, but that's why it's so valuable, and that's why it was built to begin with. You just hit it on the head, Corey. So when people talk about the blockchain and decentralization, they're basically talking about everything being connected. You don't need permission to use another Exactly. Platform. You could work peer-to-peer. Me and you could set our own rules for what we're going to be doing, like we talked about all offline. But yeah, guys, we'll talk about We got to get Parker Pemlington on here. We'll, we'll keep diving into this. Obviously, it's fast. this is more interesting than our 1970 alcoholic game well, show. Well, let's ask Parker his opinion. <laughs> he's on there. Hello, and welcome to Win Mike Rollins Lunch. Dan, go fuck yourself. Today, he's going to try to win Mike's lunch, and I'm going to throw Dan some curveballs just for that last comment. How are we doing today, everybody? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good, Couch. Parker. Fantastic. <laughs> Who wants to be up first today? Corey or Dan? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'll go first. Oh, I'm excited to give it to you, buddy. Your categories are <laughs> what the hell is that? Keto Schmido, the hard way or the sleazy way, Mike's alternative lifestyle, Dan's drunken spirit animal, and Corey's only fear. I'm going to go with Dan's drunken spirit animal. Ooh, Dan's drunken spirit animal. Over $200 a coin. What is Dan's <laughs> drunken spirit animal? At 2.8 billion gallons a year, what is the most consumed spirit in the world? Is get, is it whiskey, vodka, sake, or baju? I'm going to go with sake. Ooh, Dan's going with sake, and I knew he'd pick this category, and I knew he'd whiff. It is actually baju. Baju, the most popular alcohol in China. I was close. I chose the one in Japan. Yeah, you were onto the right idea, but unfortunately, Japan has fewer people than China, so. You suck. I didn't know what baju (laughs) was, or I probably would have picked it, but I figured, you know, if I didn't even recognize the name, it probably wasn't the answer. Well, that's a fair enough point of view. And with that, we're up to Corey Aronson. Corey, famous in parts of Texas and all of California. How are we doing today? Doing well, Parker. How are you doing? Uh, you what are you sipping me. on today, Parker? I won't tell, but it's delicious. Are you ready to play? <laughs> Let's do it. You know, quick interruption side note here, and then we'll get right back to the game. But Mike, your coin value probably goes up every time BitCloud goes up too. But anyway, you back think to the so, game. Huh, Dan? I like where your head's at there. I mean, probably that's probably well, why it's going up. Yeah. Of course. Will this will, will, will coin value go up? Have a coin. Will it go up if he if he wins this game? Yes, Corey. Absolutely. <laughs> Something to think about. <laughs> it definitely will. Here in 1976, I have all my money invested in Betamax. I am ready to make a killing. Corey, your categories are, what the hell is that? Keto Schmido. I'm going to stop you right there, Conj. I'm going to go with, what the hell is that? Oh, wow. He's going with, what the hell is that? That is our visual clue of the day. Let's pull up your visual. Corey. Let's get out of the way. What the hell is that? Is it? <laughs> That's a great question. One moment here. Is it Akabi, <laughs> custard apple, mangosteen, or nori fruit? Corey, what the hell is that? Can you uh, repeat the, the answers one more time? I know nori fruit. They are Akabi, custard apple, mangosteen, or nori fruit. Jeez. I'm going to go with nori fruit. Nori fruit. Bold answer, but a wrong oh, wow. answer, unfortunately. It Keeps is. It that last. Yeah, it's mangosteen. Mangosteen. Uh, it's funny. Every time Pemlington gets interrupted, he looks like he wants to kill somebody. Oh, <laughs> I've got my Colt 45 right here, and I don't mean the gun. Oh, oh he's back to drinking, folks. I'm on and I'm off the wagon, but all I know is there's a wagon. You had a shot at Jeopardy, Parker. 
Well, they couldn't handle me is what they said. Mike, you think you're going to defend your lunch today? I know I'm going to. I, I think you have a decent chance here, too. Your categories are Keto Schmido, The Hard Way or the Sleazy Way, Mike's Alternative Lifestyle, and Corey's Only Fear. I'll go with Corey's Only Fear. Corey's Only Fear is a good choice. Corey's <laughs> Only Fear. Here it is. Whole tarantulas fried in garlic and salt are a street food most likely to be found by adventurous tourists in this country. Is it Vietnam, Nepal, Bolivia, or Cambodia? I'll go with Cambodia. Oh, wow. He says it immediately. Is there a reason he does it? Yes, he nailed it. Uh, Mike's very familiar with with Cambodia because uh, Dan, for a while, was uh, working the streets there. <laughs> that is correct. It's true. I got stranded in Southeast Asia and found myself working the streets of Cambodia. Hmm. <laughs> Wow. Classic story of a wandering young man. Well done, Dan. You made it out. I did. And that takes us to our mid-round. Mike is up by one, and the other two have zero. Mike, are you going to bring it home today? Come on, Kosh. Is the Pope Jewish? I think the Pope is Jewish, actually, <laughs> if you go by technicalities. Dan, you're up next. Your categories are, what the hell is that? I uh, know we already did that one. Your carries are Keto Schmido, the hard way or the sleazy way, or Corey's only. Oh no, Mike's alternative lifestyle. I'm gonna do Mike's alternative lifestyle. Yeah, I'm curious. That's a good choice. Which of these is not an alternative use for beer? Is it insect repellent, acne treatment, wood polish, or jewelry cleaner? Ooh, wait, I'm gonna need you to repeat the question and the answers. Which not of these? What? No, no, no. Say it again. The question threw me off there, unless I misheard it. Which of these is not an alternative use for beer besides drinking it? Is it insect repellent, acne treatment, wood polish, or jewelry cleaner? Insect repellent. Insect repellent. I'm sorry. That is wrong. You can use it as an insect repellent but not as an acne treatment. Dan. Here is an insect repellent. Insect repellent, it does work as, as well as a wood polish and a jewelry cleaner. Dan, does that mean you like spray beer on yourself or you drink it? You spray beer on yourself and it makes insects go away, apparently. Wow, good to know. Indeed. I find that hard to believe. Beer's sticky. I was surprised too, but uh, you're welcome to give it a try this weekend. Why don't you go outside, cover yourself in beer, and uh, go say uh, hi to the insects out there. <laughs> I, I actually will do that. The insects are quite bad here this time of year. There you go. Dan, coming up goose egg today. Corey, can you get out of the basement and beat Dan? Need it. Well, let's what find we out. Your categories are... Keto Schmido and the hard way or the easy way. Dan, you're not out of the game yet. Remember, there is double jeopardy today. Let's go with uh, Keto Schmido. Keto Schmido, the average rice consumption per capita worldwide is 160 pounds a year per person. What, is, what country consumes the most rice per capita at nearly 600 pounds per person? Is it Laos, India, Bangladesh, or Japan? Trick, trick answers right there. It's definitely yeah, not. I was, I was going to go with India, but Bangladesh could be interesting. I'll go with uh, India. I bet He's going Japan. with India. He went for the trap answer. Oh, I'm sorry, Corey. The correct answer is Bangladesh. Uh, yeah, I, I thought the trap answer was Japan. Yeah, there are a couple of traps up there. Japan it was, the was almost the trap of the trap. I almost started to think it was Japan because it was such an easy trap. Yeah. Yeah, that was too easy. Yeah, that was Shit. a tough one. I'll give that one to you. Everyone give a hand Please. to Corey for a solid effort. Mike, that brings yep. us to you. Your category is the hard way or the sleazy way. And guess what? You got today's daily double. There it well is. Done. 
Now, with today's daily double, the way this is working now is Mike has an opportunity to answer the question right. If he gets it wrong, it kicks back over to Dan or Corey, and they have a chance to answer it correctly. However, if they get it wrong, they have to eat one of the prank jelly beans. Oh, yes. Mike, are you going to shut these guys both out and make them both do punishments right now? You know now? that's the plan, Parker. All right. Well, let's find out. High calcium diets improve bone density. Which of these foods is highest in calcium by weight? Is it plain Greek yogurt, salmon, broccoli, sesame seed, or arugula? By weight. Five choices for the daily double here. So it was arugula, yogurt. What else? Salmon, broccoli, and sesame seeds. Wow. I am going to go with arugula. Fuck. Sorry. Oh, Corey got excited oh. early. It is not arugula. Corey, you thought it was arugula? Yeah, just because I figured by, like, that's why. I thought, what is it? I think Corey should automatically have to eat a jelly bean there. He technically got Corey. it wrong. I was just trying to throw Mike off. Corey okay. didn't uh, give his official answer yet, so no jelly bean for Corey. Well, the correct hey, answer happens to be sesame seeds. Uh, Corey, what's your answer? We don't. Uh, we let you both guess. I, I guess I'll go it. with. Well, sesame seeds would, would maybe make sense. I, I don't know broccoli. I guess. Oh well, let's see. One of you's right and one of you's wrong, and that is Dan. It is sesame seeds. Yeah, Dan got such a gift wrap there. I, I knew that was yeah, sesame was, seeds too. That's so aggravating. Is it or sesame seeds? I figured whatever it was lightest. Unbelievable. I yeah, wait. wait. That's the trick there. Nine point eight milligrams per gram. But try eating a gram of sesame seeds. Right it's kind of gross. Mike looks like his bit cloud just went down to like five dollars a coin. It's going up by the second, boy. <laughs> It's Nothing going up the mat train. And with that, that means that Corey, you came in last place this week. Oh, that's unfortunate. I hate these things. You have to eat a jelly bean. Plus you have to eat your package since you got the daily double wrong and you came in last. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm just going to pick a random one here. I got lucky. I got mint. Let me oh, get my package. Uh, while Corey's getting his package, let's think about what Corey might be up to in this picture here. Does anyone have a guess for that? It looks like he is at an after bar mitzvah reception. Ooh, that's a great guess. Ooh, I was getting my shoes tied by my nephew and my niece. Well, there you go. The glasses looks, looks good on you, Corey. Mike, you defended your lunch today. Well done. Boom, baby. There he is. His Bitcoin just went up $10. Thank you. We got some for Pemlington. Wow, last place. What a picture of Corey there. Carolina Reaper beef jerky. Mmm, that's gonna be spicy. Not scared of this. Corey, you got indigestion? I do. Oh well, sorry about that one. <laughs> and it's hot. Very hot. I feel like it's one of those things that are um, going to come back to me in like two minutes. Yeah, you're going to enjoy it during that guest appearance. Yeah, yeah well done. Any last words? Ooh, Thank you. And with that, this has been uh, this has been Sean can't find his sound effects. Oh. Where is that Romeo intern of yours? I guess. Whoa, the Twitter's blowing up. They want to know who Sean is. Uh, he's my new intern. Uh, he's uh, kind of a punk ass. He's getting fired next. And with that, this has been Win Mike's Lunch. I'm Parker, Parker I hear Pennington. a rumor you might be doing a co-host uh, play-by-play for a future big business. It's true. Uh, Mike Roland and I are uh, going to be commentators on upcoming sport tournament yet to be announced. I'll be color commentating to Mike's play-by-play uh, -play commentary. And uh, there's going to be free booze for everyone. That's the wow. thing Mike didn't know about. Thanks for joining us. Parker, I can't even I can't even talk. My tongue is swollen. Oh, <laughs> the, the trick is, is don't so eat hot. something sweet. It cuts through the heat. And with that, I've been Parker Penlington telling you to go yourselves. There it See is. you next week. Parker. A hell oh of a job by Parker Penlington, as always. Right out of uh, audition for the next 
I guess he's Will Ferrell's understudy and anchor man five. What do we think, man? Yeah, I mean, look, that works. Where is Dan Roland uh, BitCloud? I'm still so I just bought a hundred bucks of John Stein and a hundred bucks of JQ Dell. Well, just I have not. Mind. I'm not on there yet. Like I am, but I'm not. Oh, all right. Well, we got to get you on there and well, right on you. Lacey, Lacey is on BitCloud. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you. Uh, for starters, have you heard of BitCloud? BitCloud. So, Lacey, we just were talking about this on our podcast. This just launched last week. It's basically the first decentralized social network. So it's a decentralized Ooh. Twitter. Yeah, and you can actually invest in people. So you could have a Lacey page coin all of Ooh. a sudden. And we could all be like, oh, we really like what Lacey's up to in life. We're going to buy Lacey Page coin. I love it. That's really cool. Pretty fascinating, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, been kind of the topic of conversation with us lately. It's just what a world we live in. What's going on on I your know. end? Oh, you know, just doing homework with kiddos. and. <laughs> Maybe Are your kids and uh, have they been taking uh, classes from home? No, luckily they've been in school all year. So. Wow. Are you in Ogden, Lacey? No, I'm in Draper. So they, the rules out there have been pretty open with the back to school from the get go. My school is yeah, like a charter school, and and just my um, district. They've been in school all year, so it's been really good. Their school, like their their time is shortened. They get out at one forty five yeah. instead of three thirty or three ten or whatever it was. But it's actually not bad. So what is what it is like? No, no, no lunches. No, they have lunches. I think they take out one of their recesses. So they have two recesses instead of three, which they don't need. To me, I wish they would yeah. just keep it like shortened like that. It's great. I actually like it. Lacey, yeah, what's great. it like having kids that know their mom's in the cookie business? Like, I can't imagine. My mom was a health nut growing up, which my brother and I always joke around with her. But I wish my mom was in the cookie business. What's that like for them? Yeah, my mom was a health nut, too. She, We never had treats in the house, which I, I never learned, like, self-control. So I was the kid that went to someone else's house and just, like, ate all of the sugar cereal or treats or whatever because... We never had it. So I like to have my pantries full of stuff. So my kids, they hardly ever touch our taste up boxes now. They might have- In the early days? What did they used to just go to town a ton? Yeah, I mean, they love it. They still love it. My, uh, the kit coming out this week is cookie butter, like a cookie butter theme. And my one kid, he it's like his favorite flavor. So he's super excited. That's Wait, awesome. so Lacey, for, for everyone listening, tell us about your business, how you got started, and um, you know where you're located and all of that. Yeah, so we are in Utah, the Salt Lake County area, but we do pickups in Utah County, Salt Lake County, and Davis County. And we're slowly moving up, like this cinnamon roll kit that's for sale right now, we have a Weber County pickup in Ogden. So you guys are up there. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So each Absolutely. So put together yeah. um, these awesome, delicious tasting kits is what we call them. And they're centered around like a certain food type or food theme. So the kit that's being passed out this week, like I was saying, is cookie butter. And so we get six different baked goods that are cookie butter flavored or, you know, there's a cheesecake, there's a... I don't know, a waffle from Waffle Love and a cookie, uh, maybe a cupcake. I don't remember exactly, but so six different places, like different local businesses, and we put them all in one box and you have to pre-order like a couple weeks in advance and then you pick them up at a certain location. We just added delivery, which I'm super excited about. Just makes life easier for most people to have it delivered. But um, and yeah, then you get to go pick it up try them all we have a little voting card in the um in the kit so you give each item a, a score based on taste texture and appearance and then at the end of the week so we have pickups thursday friday saturday 
for the different locations. And then Saturday night we announce a winner. So super fun. We get to That's really cool. businesses and go to try new places you had never heard of or never tried before. That's just really fun. And, and I'm like, sure everyone, like who's in a bad mood when you're <laughs> passing out cookies? <laughs> I know that's the best part is everyone is so excited to get their box full of cookies or treats or whatever. And we're really trying to add more savory kits. Like we just did curry and everyone loved our Thai curry. Everyone loved it. It's just the logistics of keeping things cold or reheating So wait, a Thai things. curry cookie? No, a Thai curry taste off. Oh, I was going to say, because I was like, how, like, that sounds like quite the lethal combo. I want to try one of those. Maybe that's a new idea for you. We should. Someone <laughs> should try that. No, I, um, it was just Thai curry. So everyone got four different things of curry and we gave them two things of rice as well. So they got to try four different curries. That's really cool. Yeah. So how, often do you like rotate, how often do you rotate cuisines and, and different items? We do something new every week and we try not to repeat as much as possible. There's a few like sugar cookies we've done a few times. We've always done like red, white, and blue theme because we did one for 4th of July and Valentine's Day. We did like a heart-shaped one. So they're a little bit different. We try to use different vendors or locations, but um, yeah, we try to do something different every week. So. Lacey, when it comes That's to awesome. cookies, how did you have so much conviction around sugar cookies? Because naturally, <laughs> that space, what comes to mind is chocolate chip, but you clearly saw something with sugar. Well, my business partner, she was the one that kind of had this whole idea. She is a sugar cookie fanatic, and she wanted to find the best sugar cookie in Utah. So for her birthday one year, we all went to different places and got all these different sugar cookies. We got like 15. It was ridiculous. It was too many sugar wow. cookies <laughs> yeah it was a lot and so we tried them all and my husband was doing like a facebook live during it and everyone was like oh my gosh i want to do something like that i want to be a part of that and my business partner christy and i we have this um we had a an event planning business so we did a whole big event for like a hundred people with sugar cookies and there's like eight different sugar cookies and people just loved it and that's kind of where the the idea started was to do big events and we did a couple in 2019 and then 2020, we were going to do one every month and obviously COVID hit. So our events were nixed. And so we had to adjust and that's where we, we got the idea to do these take home kits and people could do them at home. So the power of the pivot, we've noticed that with every entrepreneur on our podcast, how important it is to adapt, especially I'm sure during the last year, you really are forced into that. Yeah. And I'm glad we did because this is just like way more fun for everyone involved. The vendors, we get to, we buy all the food, so we get to support them. And everyone that buys the kits gets to support all these different local businesses. People get something to do at home that's fun and delicious. And you get to, I don't know, support everybody. It's, it's just good all around. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about a win-win for everybody and Lacey, have you seen an uptick in sweet tooth mentalities throughout the <laughs> pandemic with people kind of stressed? Are they eating more cookies? Oh yeah, for sure. Although people really have wanted more savory kits. It's the bread and butter is those cookies and treats. I mean, of course, of course. Yeah. Lacey, I mean, that's what you really so want at the end of the day. <laughs> I saw you have over 30,000 followers on Instagram, which is pretty incredible. So tell us about your, you know, social, um, how you got that many followers, how long it took and, um, you know, what made you go to Instagram to promote your business? Yeah. Instagram was kind of like, I don't know how people start businesses without social media and get the word out. The nice thing about, I don't know. I tell people like our business is really for a community type uh, space. So Instagram was perfect. I mean, we ask like, where's the best place to get a sugar cookie? And where's the best place to get Thai? Everyone loves to express their opinions and, you know, oh, I, this is my favorite. You have to try this. And so it's just like a great way for people to tell you what their favorite is and, and I'll give their opinions. And it's not like Yelp. I feel like, I don't know. Yelp is kind of skewed and tainted. Whereas this is like totally 
natural and real and real people, your neighbors. And so I don't know, it grew really quickly with our events. Like each event, we get a lot of followers um, when we were just doing events because people were, you know, posting about this cool event they were at. And then when we hit COVID and doing the kits, it just naturally led to like, if you saw your neighbors doing a kit, they would post about it. And I don't know, it just works. It's awesome. Yeah. That. <laughs> so it's so all completely. It. I, go for it, Corey. I was, I was going to say, it's all completely organic. Like you haven't done, you know, paid ads and that, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, we word of mouth. definitely organic. Well, it shows the power, as we know in our business, the grassroots marketing efforts, where it seems like you've built a foundation around events. You, of course, build loyalty around showing people you care and seeing them. And then it's awesome what you've done during the pandemic. And Lacey, where do you see the future for Taste Off? Oh, man. We have like a lot of ideas to, <laughs> we want it to be like a national thing and even like worldwide where if you go traveling and, um, oh, what's that, that's that word called? I can never remember. Anyway, travel. Tourism. Tourism, thank you, yes. How cool would it be if you, you know, go to Texas and you wanna try different barbecue places? You can't go to six different places. I mean, you're usually not there that long. But you, if you got like a box that had six different local barbecue places in Texas, that would be super awesome. So cool. we're thinking yeah. that like way out in the future, like a Disneyland box, that would be so cool if we could ship like food from Disneyland <laughs> to people who couldn't go to Disneyland, but they could order a Disneyland taste off box. I don't know. The sky's wow, the Wow, I, I really. like your visionary ways, Lacey. I yeah, like that a lot. It's really fun. Or like a Paris. I don't know. We'd love well, what's to cool too is people all need to eat, you know, at the end of the day. And if you're providing them a great product that they love, I mean, hey, that's very scalable. Oh, totally. Yeah, Most and it's a memory. love eating. Sorry, that's my dog. I apologize. Oh, everyone. are all very dog friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. So Lacey, what would you no, say are your favorite cookies? Are they sugar or do you have another go-to when you're eating cookies? And how often do you eat them? Oh man, I actually am more of a chocolate chip cookie fan and I actually mm. prefer, I'm so sorry. Oh, all good. We're I casual here. The dog is the clearly excited girl. about the business. I'm sorry. I, can I go let him out? Bover, come here. Dan's got a couple Yeah, whatever dogs. you need. Okay, sorry, hold on. Where is young man? He's downstairs with Murray. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm on my body's on fire when it kill conscious. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm so sorry about that. Oh, don't what's worry the, about it. No, you're good. What's the biggest challenge with this business? Um, the logistics are crazy. How has delivery been? What are you staffing like your own employees or is it independent contractors? Yeah, we hired. Yeah, we hired some delivery drivers to be employees for us. And we're just going to have to keep that, hiring because it keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. But we're obviously, we're in the delivery space. So, you know, we know how hard it is to keep staff. Has that been an issue for you guys? Yeah. We just started. So for now, we've been fine. We've had one delivery driver and he's been great. And then some of our employees have done just like a few deliveries that we, he couldn't do fit all in one day. So, for now, it's been good, but I guess we'll see. We try is it a, to is it a bit easier a because, yeah, is it a bit easier because all the orders are kind of advanced, so you kind of know what's coming? Yes, that is really the key is we you order like three weeks in advance, and then we close it, so we have like a week and a half to make sure we have all to the logistics down and all of our employees, and, and so the vendors know how much they need to make, and yeah. It's crazy how much goes into <laughs> oh, yeah. to putting together these little kits. It seems simple, but there's a lot. I mean, get especially uh, when you have a high demand. It's a good problem, mm -hmm. but it's also yeah. you know, it's a lot of pressure, right? It is. We have a professional food photographer, and she's amazing. That's what makes our I think our Instagram page really good too. Is those beautiful pictures of delicious food. How That's far awesome. out do you guys deliver? So we're all of Davis County, all of Salt Lake County, and Utah County as far south as, oh man, I don't want to say it wrong, Payson? Mm. Is that Got it. south? 
And then as far west yeah. as Eagle Mountain. So Utah oh, nice. is so you huge. cover good ground. We do. We cover a big yeah, yeah. space. So luckily with ours, we have um, to get it delivered. You have to have it delivered on the day that we're in that county. So Thursday is our Davis County pickup day. So if you want it delivered and you live in Davis County, you got to order it for Thursday. So then our driver's just in Davis County. So that helps a little bit to be all in one county. Keep so, yeah, that sounds efficient. That way you can yeah. cover a lot of ground without being spread too thin. Yeah, because those three valleys, it's pretty big. And Lacey, what would you say a piece of advice? You've clearly been a successful entrepreneur. Somebody that's looking to get something started for the first time. What would you tell them? Oof. Um, don't sell yourself short. Like you're capable of way more than you think. And everybody that runs businesses is just a normal person. <laughs> I think sometimes, especially like I was a stay at home mom for 10 years and I thought I had no business putting my, you know, dabbling in business, but I'm like, actually I have a lot of skills that I can bring to the table and I'm more capable than I thought. And everyone else doesn't really know exactly what they're doing. They're just figuring it out too. So just, Love that. Yeah, be confident and know you can do it, and it's okay if you don't know, but figure it out, and you'll you'll go. And just keep trying. It's okay to not know and fail. As long okay. as you're putting yeah putting an effort in, that's mm -hmm. awesome. <laughs> hmm. I like and that. I think, I think you make such a good point. Like it, people see all these people who are successfully doing it and they don't really necessarily know what they're doing either. They're just kind of figuring it out. And some have mm -hmm. figured it out on a bigger level than other people. Like yeah, Elon but, Musk is launching rocket ships. They're blowing up here. He's landing other ones. He's screwing up on the biggest level of mankind, but you know, it, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah, he's just, like, he's just a guy. Yeah, he's just a yeah, guy. Yeah, big cloud worth more than anyone. Yeah, he's <laughs> trying his best, and that's really all. I, I, it's amazing when you're like in the business world. They're like, oh yeah, you're just a normal person too. <laughs> that's a great yeah, point. Exactly. People are people. Everyone's we're human. All human, except maybe totally. Elon Musk. But yeah. yeah. He's, it's he's uh, superhuman powers. Lacey, so when it comes to like non-sweets, are you, do you have any go-to restaurants in Utah, like a favorite of your family's? I personally love the Dodo restaurant in Salt Lake, like by Sugar House Park. Have you guys heard about it or ever been there? I have not. Yes. No, I've never been. Because they not only have delicious food, but their desserts, they have both. The desserts are like amazing. They have like pies and they're so so good so wow. i would recommend the dodo sounds yeah. good dodo. sounds great and what There's what's your ultimate cheat meal being in the cookie business i mean i feel like you it's hard to ask you that i'm cheating all the time yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man no i i really do eat kind of whatever i want i eat a little of whatever i want but i'm pretty good about that's the way to do limiting it. myself yeah but i do work out i do crossfit and so that that helps there we go yeah <laughs> but what would your your last meal on earth what would it be oh my gosh i hate this question my husband asked me this and i was like i would just rather die because i don't like making decisions <laughs> you can have everything so I'll just you give you a tv dinner one of those swansons as long as i didn't have to make the decision for a last meal i'd be whatever yeah <laughs> I, I, I like we've had a unique answer from every guest that that's a first I like oh, that. Good. Yeah. Well, Lacey, really, where could our uh, viewers find you if they want to get some of your food? Okay. Tasteoff.com is where you go to order. Um, I would definitely recommend following our Instagram. It's just, just utahtasteoff.com. And um, we're on Facebook as well, Tasteoff, official Tasteoff or something like that. And you can join our email, which is really great. We put out an email every Monday when our kit goes on sale. So the email subscribers have like three hours where they can order the kits before anybody else, before it goes live. So they get the special link to order if they want to get in before everybody else. So email, that's, that's on our website and it's a link that you can just go in. Website looks great, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, I really love this business model. It's so cool. Yeah, me too. Aw, 
Thanks, guys. Nice work, Lacey. Okay, so what? Yeah, thanks. Can I thanks ask for you coming on. Question. Yeah, what's up? No. What would you want <laughs> to see? Have you? I know you probably haven't done a taste off kit, but if you could do one, what would you want to see? I mean, you've, I'm a big dumplings fan, so right off oh. the bat, there has to be some dumplings in there for sure. Dumplings. Yeah. I'm a bit. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting because it like uh, it so much depends on what region you're in. Because I yeah. recently moved down to Charleston, and what immediately comes to mind with me is like it'd be cool having like a biscuit taste off or like a grits taste off. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. But yeah, there's so many things you could do with it based on where it is. I'm in Florida, so you could do Cuban. Oh, yeah. Like yes, Cuban see? I would love chicken. Yeah. Chicken parm is like my favorite food. I would love a chicken Ooh. parm taste off. Everyone does oh, it man. differently. And uh, Corey, now we're New Jersey guys originally. Yeah. Uh, so and I've seen fun. a lot of there, there, there's like a chicken parm handle. Like, I, I forget what it is, like, but the best parm, something like that. And everyone is different. So I would love that. And it's so but yeah, crazy I mean, once you have all the food sitting in front of you, you think like this guy's your favorite, this you know restaurant. Then you try it next to his, you're like, oh, actually, this is better. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. what I love. You kind of you kind of gamified eating where everyone scores mm -hmm. and ranks it. It's really cool. Very unique. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, I love that. Different regions. There's just all different things. There we go, Lacey. So hopefully fun. we could get you yeah. churning out those for all over the country now. Yeah, we're working on it, guys. We're working on it. <laughs> so do you run, the, do you run the Vegas one too? Yeah, we do. We we just expanded to Vegas in January, and yeah, been running that one. Nice. It's pretty crazy. Well, hopefully, we could all break bread or chopsticks uh, next time we're in Utah. Yes, seriously, message me. I'll hook you guys up with the kit. Let uh, me know. Thank you. Looking awesome. forward to trying that. Can't wait. Okay. Lacey, thanks great. again for joining us. We really appreciate okay. it. Thanks. So nice to meet you guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, nice to meet yeah. you, Lacey. Keep in touch. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Take care. That was awesome. Great guest, Corey. It's a really, yeah, really very cool. interesting business. Model. Yeah, that's a business that like Shark Tank would be licking their chops. You could just take that business in so many different directions, like even beyond food, in terms of like kind of incorporating different businesses into this, you know, a common like gift box or whatever. Yeah, based on regions. Big time. Yeah, it's a really, really cool idea. Definitely. Yeah. Hope she runs wild with it. Yeah, that's cool. So any more thoughts on BitClout? I mean, I have tons of thoughts on BitClout. I mean, I, I think we just, I, I get your whole vision with it, but uh, the problem is you're buying, you're not, I'm, I don't mean buying, Your your vision is that everyone is going to be in the same group think mentality about just kind of bringing everybody up together in a way that doesn't I'm truly not thinking that, man. what i said there'll be regulation at some point i'm not thinking everyone's going to be a protagonist of course that's not the case if that was true comics wouldn't exist well no i didn't i don't mean it like that i just more mean the idea that people are going to buy into a system where it's okay to purchase a coin off of success, even though there's no direct correlation. I think it's way more than success though. I think it's more about transparency. Whatever, whatever it is though. My point is like the, the idea that somebody's going to buy a coin off of the idea of a social element that has nothing to do with the actual value of the coin. That's so basically like before the judiciary system with bartering back in the 1400s before centralized banking was formed, what that you is mean, that what you're talking about? Where people mean? barter? I mean, Dan, we're heading into social currency, social capital. Being no, yeah, you're not. Think, you're comparing apples to oranges. No, right? I'm not. I'm comparing a belief system with what people actually believe is currency. And I can guarantee you think, this isn't going anywhere. I think this I'm model not, will get adopted in ways to actually make people money. Like, I don't, I don't know if this boring. will actually – like, I think OnlyFans will adopt this model and you can invest in someone and they're actually churning profits and maybe you can get some incentive off that. Like, maybe you're buying a share in a person. Or investing in a startup in a third world country, for example, where you could invest exactly. in some kid that, you you know, you yeah, never would have been I just, there has to be a There has to be a way for money to come back to the people. Otherwise, you're just investing in value. And there's no well, actual. There is. When you invest in someone, they get, they get founders coin out of it. Like I just invested a hundred bucks in Jake and John. Yeah, they automatically Mike. got founders coin that they could then convert. 
What, what are you talking about? What is that? No, my, uh, for Corey Moore means, and, this, and I'm saying the same thing, is if you invest in somebody who, let's say you invest in somebody in like a third world country and they turn into a great success story outside of the feel good element and the fact that someone next to you might also look at them as a success story and therefore want to buy their coin, are you getting a piece of their success? Because you invested in them early on, are you getting, let's say, you know, 0.002% of all the money they make for the rest of their lives where- I mean, you can work out your own terms with that person. If you invest in them and then you want to start something- The actual platform though. But like well, realistically, no, you're investing in their, their like their actual collateral. Where so it's, it's like, okay, this person. So it's all like, it sounds like it's all theoretical. Like I can invest, their value might go up, but I don't get how much. Any Corey, here's the thing: our whole world is based on what we think it is, right? This this is the but same. When I thing. invest in stocks, though, when yeah, you you're gonna stocks, see. Actually. I'm gonna. I'm actually when we get off here, dumping another a lot more money on this. I've realized talking I'm this not, out. I'm not saying is, it. I'm not saying it's not gonna. It's not gonna work. I just don't understand where the money comes from. That that that's the only thing I don't. Wait, get. Well, the money comes from people. No, what Corey's saying but, is he doesn't understand what it comes from. What you've already done for society—that's why I know Nabel built this because he brings this up on one of his podcasts. People get rewarded for things they've done to save people time. Yeah, with they get rewarded money, in cash. Though, they get rewarded because they create things that literally generate. Profit. And I understand that, but then they're looked at in a certain way that is valuable for society because they're like, "Oh, what's this person up to next?" So there is a value on that, whether you want to call it intrinsic or make believe. Enough people think Naval is valuable based on his roadmap of success. Okay, so All if right. you had the opportunity I guess what I'm to saying. invest in Naval or a public company of Navals, why would you invest in Naval if you're not actually- I would Naval? invest in both now. Why not? Because you're not getting anything off of I his- might, I don't know what I'm getting. I might get hit up by him and have an opportunity to have him on our podcast, which could lead to us finding a legit engineer for our next startup. Who knows? That's the thing. I this guess what I'm asking black is- and white currency. I was just saying that goes back to my very first point, which like it takes almost like a mid-level influencer to feel comfortable utilizing this platform in a way where they're willing to profit off of somebody feeling the need to want to connect with them, which a lot of people are at the level, the people that you truly want on this type of platform, where that would be very frowned upon because- Yeah, I think you're just looking at the negative end of that though. There's also a positive element of that, of them actually wanting to help people that are not influencers and make big moves in life where they're like, Oh, this is, this guy connected with me. Say Mike Roland just connects with some famous author who takes me under his wing as a mentor. Yeah, but you know how what I mean? Like, there's a lot of ways to look at forms out there that allow you to connect with influencers if you are creative enough to figure out. I, how I think this is. I haven't seen any other direct format like this to do that through a decentralized well, way. It's where essentially the exact same thing as Twitter, except you have to basically pay the influencer to have their attention, and even then, you might not get their attention. And what? But, when is the world ever worked differently? When you look at the history of any any society, when you think about it. Well, no, I mean, that in itself is an interesting business model, paying somebody to get their attention. But what I'm getting at is once you get on a certain level of success, it's almost like, like you think someone like Obama. Yeah, this gives them more authenticity as that person. If you had that level of success, you're talking about whatever that entails, what you look at that as, this gives you way more transparency with the following than a centralized Twitter would. That's really, there's way more empowering tools for all of us with this. I mean, yeah, that's why I ultimately I mean, go back to like a mid-level influencer because if, if it's too big and which is fine, but you, you see, you kind of see what I'm saying with that where like- I, I personally don't, but I, I look at this in a much different way. Yeah, like, yeah, but which I, is fine. So that's what if makes Mike, if you if, you're, if your coin were to go up to $5,000, am I able to actually cash out at $5,000 per coin? Oh, you cash out, you can just transfer it to Bitcoin. So yeah, you could, of and course, it, you could cash so, out. Yeah, it's not like your money is going to be stuck in yeah, there. Yeah, Corey, you're not trapped. No, I just, no, I just don't get where the money is like legitimately coming from. I guess I understand people Corey, where it's coming from coin. is the, ho- the hope that the next guy is going to buy that coin, which Mike, you're right. That's where stock money comes from too. The difference is it's on a different level because you actually own shares of a real company. And yeah, like historically- We're going to see what level this is on soon. It's on the same level in a much different format. I'm telling you, it's, it's, you, you're going to see why soon, but this is either way, 
it's fascinating. It's new. How do they track? How do they track your value? How do they track your value? If Lodella, which is a private company, blows up and you sell your company for X amount, how do, you, like, how do I track the? There's no direct that's, correlation. That's I, don't like. to, I feel like there's too much in like, it's just going to bounce up and down like crazy. I, I like anything early on. You'll I'm sure see a lot of volatility, but I'm sure it'll figure itself out. Human behavior is human behavior. Let's be real. The stock market worked for how long? Yeah, Dan, you're right. There's dividends. I'm sure there's going to be something with this too. Let's well, that's what would make this like well, actually way different. But then you time, ask yourself- Regulation's coming. That, I well, heard that yeah, one but of the then you ask yourself, like if you're a Elon, for example, like why why is he going to want to pay dividends to people out of the success he's already made off well, of the Well, because he's making more. This is a, like incremental revenue. That's why. Well, n- no, it technically shouldn't be if you're buying in somebody's, you know, I mean, value. Elon already. It's not like this taps into Tesla. At no, all. I know, but if you're buying Elon's <laughs> coin on BitCloud, which is like one of the most expensive, and because of that, you're not tapping into his existing success. Wh- what are you really buying? The fu- him bet him winning for the future of humanity. Him, you but does it take Elon away from Musk people be- buying? Does it take away from someone buying Tesla if they're putting their money into this? Absolutely. I mean, you can look at that like any, if there's a new competitor in a certain space, like when Bumble launched, it's taking away from people who match. That's anything. Yeah. So would a board member of a company maybe not want someone to be on it like an Elon? Oh, I'm sure. That's a great point, Corey. A hundred percent. That's why we're going to see regulation in due time here. There's no doubt. That's a very valid point where you will have, and you already have that backlash behind closed doors. There's going to be a legal shit show. In but, then you, but then you look at the influencers. They're all tied to corporate companies, every single one of them. No, oh, you make a really, all, really good being, point. I know. And I, think this is, I know. And I think there's a lot of them that just are like, fuck it. Like, I, I think there's a lot then, of people that find that to be a problem in itself. Yeah, unless well, it starts yeah. taking a lot of market off the actual, a lot of action off the actual market. Yeah, I mean, personally, yeah. like when I listen to the thing on Clubhouse about it, and when you really read through what they're trying to make of this, it almost seems like the people behind this and the people trying to push it are people in really a specific niche, which kind of seems to be revolving around like the artist label thing, where like this seems to be almost but like Corey said with the player thing with what we're trying to roll out, like this could turn into many different things. It almost seems really like a way for artists to cut out agents and have a way to have direct access. Access to but Dan, what you just highlighted is everything. Cutting out the middleman. That's the whole theme of this. Well, most people in life now. don't have a middleman. Like there's They a do though. Right? No, there's always middlemen with everything. Lawyers, when you think about it, there's middlemen for a lot of things. Yeah. But I mean, what Corey basically is saying is dead on where, you know, you don't want a situation where you're basically battling for investments in a company versus a person when- you know, that's why yeah, I, I don't, we'll see how that plays out. I, I think it's going to, yeah, they go you know, hand in hand. Definitely an interesting, interesting thing to think about. I, I feel like that's going to be part of what has to be regulated. I'm going to make a prediction right now that in a year from now, when we're talking about this, nobody, none of these people that we're even talking about are going to have coins to their name. The Mike Rowland coin will unfortunately no longer exist. I completely disagree with you, Dan. Oh, I think it'll be the exact opposite. And you'll be like, yeah, man, I, I don't know what I was thinking back then. That's my guess is what's uh, we happening will, in a year. We will, we will say. That's what makes markets, folks. Well, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Corey, any more thoughts on that? No, it's interesting. I mean, I like certain parts of it. I don't like certain parts of it. So it really I'm, is. I'm kind of mixed. Yeah. I definitely hey. like it for gaming. Like for gaming, I love it. If you yeah. can invest in a top player, but it's more about, you know, you can actually see their performance. Everything's well, alive. I know. And that's where it's I think business. we'll see there'll be way more clarity coming soon with this. So how do I know how much money and value Mike Rollins is bringing to me right now if I invest in him? Like that's well, where I'm just. There's so many people. To, well, you, you don't. Can, you don't. Well, let me all. just say, if you actually read yeah. that seven-page document of what they are trying to be, there's no doubt it's trying to be a thing for almost artists to have a one-on-one. Where I mean, I, I was sending you guys the thing, 
as a joke, but I was actually copy and pasting exactly what I was reading. And it's literally, you know, you're paying for autographed pictures, things that, you know, let's really wrap our heads around what crowd this is going to end up circling among. It's not going to be. Yeah, no. well, yeah, well, like Corey said, you could empower not that how I looked at this for us is you can empower non-influencers to build. That's where I think we look at this in a much different lens and can really do a lot here. Well, we yeah, I, yeah, there's, well, there's yeah, other things that will arise, but yeah, like open up the floodgates here. This isn't just, oh, it's tap. We're able to do what we want with this. It's not like it's only for specific. Yeah, I think we look at it in a very actually similar way. It's just, there's one tiny thing we look at differently. Like we both love all three of us, the idea of being able to invest in somebody's future through an app and like somebody's success and like discover not even somebody you don't know, but maybe somebody that it is you do know and have like just an easy way to invest in their future. The part that I think we don't agree on is what that actually means to invest in somebody's future. And from my point of view, and I think Corey's point of view, what it means normally if you invest in somebody's future and why it's typically a little bit more complicated is you're getting in on the action. If you invest in, you know, a hundred grand in someone's future, they make a million dollars, you're getting maybe a hundred thousand of that a million, whatever it comes out to. With this, that's just not the case. And that's where there's kind of this big gray area middle ground that's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And with yeah, that said, I feel like they need to integrate with like LinkedIn so people can actually do due diligence. Yeah, on there's no person. way they're going to do that, Corey, unless it's a completely well, different I, I mean, like just like a stock where you can research the person, you should be able to actually see what oh, this yeah. person's doing. I'm sure they'll be yeah. stuff for that. <laughs> we'll start seeing profiles having things for what's going on in their descriptions. Mike, what's your big yeah. clap at? 203 and change. All right. So for our for everyone listening to this, it's bit clout, not cloud. Yeah. With heard, a T. Yeah. Clout with a T. T-I-C-L-O-U-T. Realistically, how many people do you think actually know about bit clout right now? Thousands. Like I think it's un- Yeah, yeah. I think it's like under ten thousand people. Uh, see, I was going to say now, like maybe like between like 100 and 200,000. I was going to say like 200,000 people. Maybe even higher. I think the Silicon Valley bubble is really, really big. And there's like, – All the like, artist community knows about this now. And there's like, only – well, yeah. And next there's level entrepreneurs. But it, it, like the article came from Billboard, and that kind of goes hand in hand with the artist industry. I, yeah, think I really think it's an artist. Way thing. more people found out about it. But yeah, let's end here. Please, we really appreciate it if you can leave a review and subscribe. Uh, bootstrapped in the trenches, and we'll catch you next week, folks. Bootstrapped in the trenches, yeah. making moves going all out. Every day, handle business. You know that the hustle don't stop. Got my team, let's get it. Reviewing books and talk stocks. Steady, keep it moving. So you gon' wanna tune in. Get Lodell, it's an app. Get local food on demand. Delivery right to your home. Everything in the palm of your hand. Took hard work and dedication. Come through, join the conversation. This is history up in the making. We just wanna be an inspiration. Hey, let's go.